Hello and welcome to a special edition of the WCU Podcast. Uh, this edition has been taken over by our student tour guides, uh, members of the Entourage. So you won't be listening to Josh and I on this special episode. Instead, you'll be listening to our guest hosts, uh, Jade Hollers and Dawson Spencer. So sit back and enjoy our special mid-April edition of the WCU Podcast. <laughs> So we're going to start off with some introductions. My name is Jade Hollers. I'm a senior at Western. I'm majoring in biology and minoring in chemistry. And with me, I have Dawson. What's up, guys? My name is Dawson. Um, I'm from Hickory, North Carolina. I'm a junior, almost a rising senior. Heck yeah. Uh, I major in political science and criminal justice. So with us, we have two students and two admissions counselors. So whoever wants to go first. You want to go first, Ashley? Yeah, I can. Uh, hi, I'm Ashley. I'm from Fort Mill, South Carolina, which is, if you know Carowinds, that's basically where I live. <laughs> area. Yeah. I'm majoring in rec therapy. Very fun. I love it a lot. Awesome. Kelsey? I'm, I'm Kelsey. I am a senior. I'm from Hickory, North Carolina, and I am majoring in social work. Anna, you want to go? Sure. My name is Hannah Scott. I am an assistant director for transfer admissions in the Office of Admission, and I am a two-time WCU alum. Fancy. And Susie. And I'm Susie Swartz, and I'm senior assistant director of freshman admission. Awesome. So we are keeping our social distance over Zoom during this podcast. So I know that you can't see us, but we can see each other, which is awesome. And um, I'm Zooming from Cullowee, luckily, but everywhere, everybody else is from everywhere else. So if you want to call out where you're at, that would be great. Hickory. Candler. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, so we are in what, week four of online classes? Right? Yes. Yeah, I think. So how are they going, Kelsey and Ashley? Well, mine... I just kind of like I'm in my internship semester, so I just kind of had to adapt what I was doing to get my hours. So I'm just doing everything remote from home. So I don't really have much classwork or class interaction. Just have to meet with a group over Zoom once a week and just kind of check in and see how everybody's doing. So mine's going pretty easy. I would say that it's definitely very different. Like anatomy lab is very different. Like you can't exactly dissect anything virtually. So you got to like watch all these videos and do all these steps and all this kind of stuff. And I'd say like there are pros and cons for sure, but I'm more of a people person. And I, my pro would be being on campus. So I prefer that. This is a time for introverts, not for us extroverts. <laughs> it's a horrible time. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, so the next one mostly is uh, what you most miss about Western since we are mostly extroverts. We don't have the ability to be at Western now. We're all in our own perspective areas, our hometowns. Um, so like, what do you miss most about Western? Uh, it could be your classes, your friends, the social environment, and that sort. But um, Ashley, Kelsey, and then the counselors as well. So I actually drove up to Western once a week for a seminar class. So one, I really miss the drive because from here to there, it's an amazing, beautiful drive. But I also miss like the social interaction with 
the friends and not being able to like see them at least once a week and things like that. Yeah, I just miss like the environment, like you'd be able to like walk from place to place and you'd at least know like a handful of people and you could always just say hi to everybody. And it was great. Like campus is just like a very friendly environment to be around and it's welcoming and you just make new friends all the time, whether you're in class, walking to and from class or you have mutual friends with people. So, and the mountains, mountains are great. <laughs> can't forget those, can't forget those. Uh, <laughs> Anna, Susie, do you have anything you'd like to add? Yeah, sure. I have to agree with all of that. I definitely miss the warm environment. Uh, our office is a really fun place to be as well. So uh, just missing seeing everybody on a day-to-day -day basis. So while I've gotten into a routine at home, it's, it's going to be nice when we're all able to be um, back on campus again. Yeah, I, of course, agree with what everyone else has said. I miss my coworkers. I miss seeing prospective students come into our office, especially over their spring breaks to kind of visit campus. And I really miss just walking around campus, especially in the springtime with all the tulips that they plant and all the trees that are blooming. It's a really special place to be during the spring. Um, so I think I kind of miss that piece from this year, seeing the earth wake back up on campus. I honestly thought you were going to say that you missed uh, your yoga ball and watching people fall off. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I have a yoga ball in my office that's supposed to be used for sitting on while I work, but instead it's used for visitors <laughs> to my office and stretching people's backs during the workday. So it's not actually used for what I intended it for, but it's a good little piece to get people to come see me at the end of the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Uh, the next one that we're going to talk about uh, is kind of like what I do here at Western is clubs and organizations. Um, kind of making up for lost time. We're all uh, in quarantine right now, so we don't really see a lot of people. I'm coming back to campus. Hopefully, you'll get involved. Not only you as students, but also prospective students coming to Western will get involved in clubs and organizations. And I know Ash, and I'm pretty sure Kelsey's also part of some clubs on campus. Uh, so if you can mention like what you're a part of and what it means to you to be a part of those clubs. I would say that it's really important to get involved on campus because that's how you like put yourself out there. But then I'm involved with like Biltmore, which is a Christian ministry on campus. I've gone to various other ones. I've been in the rock climbing club. So that was fun as well. Um, the rec therapy association on campus. So a lot of like organizations, like the business organization, like major, all them people, they'll have their own organization as well. So just get involved with whatever your major is. Yeah, so um, pretty much the same thing as what Ashley said, like I'm involved in the Student Social Work Association. So they just try to do different, like I know they do like clothes drives and try to do things to help the community around them. Um, and then I've also went to Biltmore and the bridge. Um, and then I was part of the Delight Bible study group that met on campus. So there's like tons of ways for students to get involved. And I think it's important for them to be able to know what options there are and that there's not just a slim variety. Absolutely. We have over 170 clubs and organizations on campus. And if you don't like one of them, you can make your own. So it's a great time. Uh, Susie, Hannah, do you want to explain like what Valley Valley Who is and why that's important for incoming freshmen to join and to be a part of? Yeah, sure. Hannah, or do you want me yeah. to? Yeah. So Valley Valley Who is a giant, I would categorize it as a festival. Um, 
a giant festival. It's the first weekend that students are back on campus right before the first day of classes. And there are typically over a hundred different tables from student clubs and organizations, um, different intramural and club sports. There's community members, um, community partners, places for students to volunteer. And all of these individuals come and set up tables to recruit students to join their organizations or join their cause. And it's a great time, especially for new transfer students and new first year freshmen um, to kind of get a taste of everything that Western has to offer because it's, it's everything from um, faith-based organizations to Greek life to intramural sports, everything in between. Um, we also have music, a ton of free swag that Western gives out, free food. Um, and it, it kind of kicks off our week of welcome where we try to celebrate everyone back on campus by having a lot of fun events planned. So it's personally my favorite event of the fall semester until the homecoming football game. <laughs> Agreed. I love it. It's a lot of fun. And if you're not sure where to start with student organizations, it's a great place, uh, as Hannah said, for new students to get your foot in the door with certain organizations. So we're going to switch gears a little bit to another question that a lot of students have when coming to college. And that's just like how the roommates uh, situation works, like how to find one, um, experiences, that sort of thing. Um, so if Ashley or Kelsey, if you wanted to explain how that process works. Yeah, um, so the rooming situation works. So basically, if you have someone that you already want to room with, you just make sure that you both like have each other's 920 numbers and you select them. And as long as you're mutually selected by each other, you'll be able to room with one another. Um, but if you don't have a roommate and you are okay with doing a random roommate, then you just select random and then they'll place you with somebody in whatever dorm that you chose or residence hall that you chose. <laughs> and then, so then you just get to be able to choose them. And if at, eventually after a certain period of time, if you want to move out, you're willing to, you just gotta like, there's a waiting period to just, cause it takes an adjustment window. Like you got to get used to each other. But after a certain amount of time, if you still don't think it's going to work out, then you can, have a room roommate switch or like swap kind of thing and you also have the ability to like have a dorm to yourself it just costs more. Kelsey do you have anything to add on that end? Um, I mean she pretty much covered it I know that you wanted experiences with it yeah My roommate experiences oh it was that was fun um, I actually went through three roommates not in the same year but I just couldn't stand to live with people and it took me two years to figure that out. And so my first roommate, she just left, she left Western altogether. And then my second roommate, I'm still friends with her now. Couldn't stand her when I lived with her. And same thing with my third roommate, couldn't stand living with her, but I love her to death and we're still really good friends. So it just, it took me a while to figure out that I just can't live with people like that. But that was just my experience. I know people, like love their roommates and they would stay with them all the time. That wasn't me. <laughs> and then Susie and Hannah, do you have any fun experiences like roommate experiences from college that you want to share? Yeah. So I lived on the ninth floor of Scott hall, yeah. which is, yeah, good Scott. Um, 
it is being torn down this summer, sadly. So I'm glad I got to live there and experience it before that happens. Um, my roommate and I actually went to high school together, um, but weren't super close in high school. So when we moved in together our freshman year, it was a lot of fun because we got to realize how alike we were. We also are both very extroverted people. And my roommate was not a part of the living learning community that I was a part of, but she got to live with me because I lived on that hall for that reason. And she was the one to go down the hall, walk into any open room and just start making friends. And I didn't realize how much I needed that my freshman year. Um, so it was really cool to have someone like that that would kind of push me to go talk to people that I probably would have been too nervous to talk to. Um, so having a roommate that we had a lot of similarities, but she also pushed me kind of outside my comfort zone in making relationships was really fun. One of my favorite memories from living on that floor was her and I singing High School Musical at the top of our lungs um, <laughs> and getting in trouble for it from the RA. So not doing anything bad to get in trouble, but instead we were trying to be musical. Um, and kind of got in trouble for the volume of that. So that was just like a little bit of our fun friendship that we always kind of shared. And we're still friends to this day. So that's nice. Yeah, I had a really fun, positive roommate experience um, in college. Now, while I didn't attend Western, the matching system that my school had is very similar, I think, to what Western has in terms of asking the right questions. For example, do you like to stay up late? Do you wake up early? Do you like music when you study? That sort of thing. And my freshman year, I lived in a one-room triple with two girls, and we are still best friends to this day. And that was about, oh gosh, <laughs> I'm not going to do the math there. I think 17 years ago now. So uh, we have been friends for a very long time. Okay. Well, sticking on the topic of um, you two, can you tell us why you became admissions counselors and why Western? Yeah, sure. So um, my first time working in admissions was several years ago, and I had been a tour guide in college. I had done other admissions activities, volunteering in uh, my school's admissions office, and I loved it. And I thought that maybe that would be a job I would want to have someday. So after I graduated from high school, from high school, from college, <laughs> um, I went and I taught abroad for a year. And then when I came back and was looking for jobs, I was fortunate to find one in admissions at a small school in New York. And I absolutely loved it. It was great experience. And I think my favorite part of it was just, and still is to this day, the enthusiasm that students have uh, when they are getting ready to start college, how excited they are. It's contagious. And I think for me, the reason I chose Western, in addition to wanting to move to this area from the Northeast where I grew up and had spent most of my time after college, I was looking for a place that was really warm and welcoming and Western kept popping up on my radar. And the second I stepped on campus, I had that same at home feeling that I had at my undergrad institution. So I absolutely love it. And that's why I uh, have uh, gotten into admissions and stayed in admissions and uh, love Western. Yeah, I am originally from the Charlotte area. 
Um, and when I first visited Western, I knew it was a special place. The first three people that I had met here were hospitality tourism majors, which is what my one of my undergraduate degrees is in. And so after I decided kind of halfway through my undergraduate career, I wasn't really done with Western and I didn't feel like Western was done with me. I decided to come back for a graduate degree in higher education. And through that experience, I had a lot of great internships. Um, but ultimately, I knew that I wanted to be in the Asheville or Western North Carolina region. I knew that's kind of where I wanted to start my professional and adult life. And so when this position came available, I remember in my interview, it just, I left feeling like it, it just felt like home. I felt comfortable. Everyone was very inviting. And I think that everyone who visits our office or knows our staff feels that when they come in the doors. And that's exactly how I felt. Um, so this is my first professional position out of graduate school. And I absolutely love getting to kind of help students navigate what it looks like to reach that goal of a college degree. My favorite part of admission is helping the students that we have reviewed applications and talked to for months on end. It's, it's seeing them and their families move into Cullowhee. That always gets me every time I see parents helping or, or siblings helping their student move in for the first time on campus. That is like the biggest reward for me working in admissions. I love to see that. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I love move-in day too. It's a lot of fun. Um, Ashley, Kelsey, if you could share uh, why you chose Western as well. There are many universities and colleges, even within North Carolina. Uh, so like why you chose Western uh, if Kelsey wants to go first and then Ashley. Yeah. So originally I was a rec therapy major. Um, and so one of the biggest deciding factors was where was an accredited program and Western had one for rec therapy. There were, I don't know if there's more now, but at the time that I was applying, there was only three, um, in North Carolina and that was Lenora Western and East Carolina and Lenora is in my backyard. I was not going to go to school five minutes down the road. I'm not going to do it. And then ECU was about four, four and a half hours. And I just didn't want to make that drive. And so I, Western was actually one of the only schools that I toured. And once I toured it, I was like, this is where I need to go. They have exactly what I'm looking for. They have the programs. They have the environment. They have the admission staff that were like super helpful to answer questions. And it was just such a like warm, welcoming environment. Like once I got there. So. I would say that there was a lot of factors as to why I chose Western. Uh, the top few would be like, when I was looking at Western, like they had like just gotten like the number one outdoor school, like the award, whatever. So it was, that was like very cool to me, like super outdoorsy. And I loved that aspect. And then also they had a good study abroad program and I've always wanted to study abroad just to accomplish that. So that's one of the reasons I chose Western. Um, and then also like, like Kelsey said, the rec therapy program, because not a lot of schools have rec therapy. So it just worked out. And then after going to orientation, I just realized like, Hey, this is the greatest place. Like I loved it there and I didn't want to leave. So Awesome. 
So you mentioned that you studied abroad. Do you want to talk to us a little bit more about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. Um, <laughs> studying abroad, it's not as hard as people like make it out to be. At, like the hardest part is like just making the initial step and like showing interest. Like, cause there is like some paperwork that you have to go through and like getting your visa and your passport and all that stuff. You have to fill out like the study abroad application. But then once you do all that, like it's smooth sailing and like your study abroad, like advisor, they'll work hand in hand with you and like to try and make sure that you're like the, the way that you're going is like optimal towards like what you want to do. Cause like a lot of people want to study abroad in Australia but they don't realize how expensive it is or that they don't have their program or it'll like set them behind kind of thing. And then like, so then they try to like plug you into an area that's like more like reachable for your goals and like your program and everything that you can do. And also I would just say that like your experience is what you make of it. You got to like put yourself out there, be willing to experience new things, especially if you go to a place that doesn't speak English, like, people are going to laugh at you because you you're not fluent in like the language, but as long as you just own up to it and make an effort, like they'll try and help you for sure. Where did you wind up going? I went to Brazil, Florianopolis, Brazil. It's an Island on the Southern coast. So it was really cool. The Island has 42 beaches. I went to a good handful of them <laughs> and it was just a good time. Like the culture there is super welcoming and they just, they love dancing. So that was really fun. Like, cause I took dance classes twice a week. Like it was just free. We would walk to the place that they had them and it was for like anybody in the community. And we learned how to dance foho, some samba. And it was just, it was really fun. Like there was a couple of times that we all went out dancing and it was, it was just really laid back and you just get to know people and have a good time. Awesome. And Susie, did you say that you studied abroad as well at one point? I did. I spent seven months in a small university city in Germany, uh, southwestern Germany. It's called Tübingen, and I absolutely loved it. It's getting out of your comfort zone, and it's an adventure. It's a way to learn things that I didn't necessarily learn when I was on campus, and or I could bring that knowledge back to campus. But it was so much fun. I got to do some traveling around Europe while I was there too. I was very easy to get around and made a nice group of friends there too. We would just go have picnics in the park, go for walks, go to a lot of the different events that were going on um, during the spring and summer. I was also over there during the 2006 World Cup when Germany hosted. So that was a lot of fun too. Awesome. Awesome. And an entirely 180 um, but Kelsey, you're going to be the spotlight this time. Um, so my understanding is you're graduating. Um, mm -hmm. What is your next steps? What are you going to do? Are you excited? Are you terrified? Like, where are you at? <laughs> okay. So, um, so I'm, not, I'm planning on eventually going to grad school. I'm not going to go to grad school straight out. I have, so I'm actually a fifth-year student at Western. So I'm, I'm tired of being in school. I need a break. So I'm going to take some time off and – attempt to find a social work job I just have to wait for them to come open because so many of them they want you to have a graduate degree so I'm just going to start applying and doing that but I plan on staying around the Hickory area and living around here for a while and then just kind of go from there but I'm I'm excited and I'm scared because I'm just like oh, okay reality is about to hit in about three weeks <laughs> so 
I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm everywhere right now. <laughs> I think I can agree with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we can all agree that we are wondering what any of our next steps are with this pandemic, pandemic and everything. So this is a question for everyone. What is something you have found to do that you enjoy or discovered that you like during this pandemic? Um, I have really gotten into yoga, which is interesting. So not using my yoga ball still. (laughs) (laughs) That's still at the office, but I have gotten really into yoga. Um, Even just 30 minutes a day, I find is, is kind of the only time I'm able to get out of my head and think about kind of nothing on purpose. Um, So I've really found that helpful. And one of my students in um, a class that I teach also teaches yoga classes virtually right now um, in place of teaching on campus like she normally would. So that's something I've been able to kind of tune into as well and support her. But that's something I would encourage for anyone. They're super easy to find on YouTube and it's a nice quick way to kind of forget about all the mayhem going on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of in a a similar boat there, just getting back into something that I have loved for a long time, but just hadn't had the time to do. I have been running a lot. I go after I'm done with the workday. Usually I wait until the sun starts to go down and it cools off and it's a great time to just recharge and like Hannah said, not really think about anything and just enjoy some time outside too. Um, So I guess for me, um, it's actually like a little bit different because during like this pandemic, since I'm not in my internship, I have numerous hours of the day to just do nothing basically, but I'm getting ready to move into my first house. So I've been packing. So that's why all of my time has been filled with and I hate it. I hate packing so much, but um, other than that, I just get out and drive. Like, I don't know how gas prices are where all of y'all are, but gas prices here are like $1.20. Oh, wow. So I just get out, and I'm just like, I want to drive. I'm tired of being locked in a house. I'm like, $1.20, I think we can we can fill up my car for under $10 right now. So I'm like, I'll take it. I'll go drive. I think it's a bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, you're good. I think it's the dollar fifty nine here. If I'm, if I, yeah. It was all it was all fifty six yesterday. Are you staying in Hickory when you move to your house? Yeah. Well, we're actually moving to the other side of Hickory. We're moving to Claremont, so we're still staying around the area, just on the other side of Catawba County. I got you. I got you. I love packing. OCD packing is like a mutual thing. Like we have an understanding. <laughs> I feel like the more I pack, the messier this gets. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I'm packing anything. I'm just like, there's boxes everywhere. I filled up the hallway and my dad was like, you got to get rid of the boxes. I'm like, I don't know where to put them. (laughs) It's been eventful. All right, go ahead, Ashley. My bad. (laughs) It's all good. Uh, I've just been going for runs or like climb the trees in my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my favorite pastime. Uh, yeah <laughs> we set up a tent that we didn't know we had that's 21 years old so it's very old and bulky but like hey we now have a tent in our backyard <laughs> uh we also got a puppy so i play with her a good bit or like the yeah mm-hmm. really cute uh she's a english mastiff and my mom's bringing her over 
Hi. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. She's adorable. Yeah. Those things eat more than a horse. Oh my God. Yeah. She's going to get like 140 pounds. So I work at PetSmart, and we had we used to have mastiffs that come in all the time. And of course, you can't lift them; like they're, they're heavy, you ain't gonna lift it. They pulled a table over on me. I was sitting on the floor, and they just like ran, and he just took the table. And I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I wish people on the podcast with this dog. This dog is adorable. <laughs> I just left my dog, and I feel like I am a traitor. So. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's what he said. I leave and go and wait for me. And then when I return, he's like, oh my God, he's home. If I'm gone for like a minute and a half, it's the same reaction if I'm gone for five days. Like, it does not change. It's great. That's so cute. And a dog was my impulse quarantine buy, too. We yep. just get to on Friday. <laughs> what kind of dog are you getting? Um, it's like, it looks like a collie. They said that it's a lab. It does not look like a lab. So I'm going to say it's a collie. And so they said it's a collie and a hound mix, but it is the cutest little thing. And she keeps sending me videos of it. And I'm just like, I just need to have this dog. But they're not seven weeks until Thursday. So. Oh, yeah. I know the two good things about quarantine. Um, the CO2, CO2 and gases have diminished extremely across the world. Um, and the amount of puppy adoptions have raised by, I think I saw 5%. Um, within like just North Carolina. So like you, which is like not a lot, but like you would not imagine how many puppies that actually is. Um, so, I mean, where did it go? Let's go. Go America, go North Carolina. <laughs> There's um, some positive things. Doing great things during a pandemic. Yoga, puppy buying. <laughs> running. Running, yo, you, you said that. I was like, wow, that is some dedication and self-discipline. Uh, <laughs> I, on the other hand, have not been running or <laughs> impulsive buying. I have been binge watching TV and listening to music and lots of other, I guess. I should run though. You should run? I should run. I can't run. Can I, I think it's impossible. I've access I feel more, that. <laughs> I've access to more food and I, get, I eat more. Although it's vegetables, but still it's a lot of food. Yeah, I've been cooking more. That's all segue there, Jade. Oh, Netflix. Um, so during this time, we're doing a lot of binge watching. Um, so wondering what y'all have been binge watching and like if you do watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever you're cup of tea is. And I've been watching that Outer Banks show on Netflix. Hey, wonderful, great segue again. So the Outer Banks, so fun fact. It wasn't filmed Bank. there. Um, so the, uh, uh, the author, the actor uh, Drew Starkey, the, the guy that plays Rafi in the mm -hmm. show, you know who Rafi is, Kelsey? Yeah, yep. so Rafi, so this is interesting, it's from WCU, he went to WCU. He was in Brian Boyer's uh, Band of Brothers class. He graduated from St. Stephen's High School, and he played on the football team at our high school. Fun fact. You should have got an autograph. I should have. <laughs> he was there. So we were – we, I, say, I say we because I'm a triplet. Uh, we were there freshman year, uh, and he was there his senior year. Um, so we crossed paths. Dang. Now he's on the number four most watched show on Netflix. It was yeah. number three last night. Well, of that <laughs> progress. <laughs> but anyways, anyone else watching anything? Uh, just rewatching Grey's. Mm. I agree. There's lots of time. There's lots of episodes. 
I'm always rewatching The Office and Criminal Minds. <laughs> and we started watching Community on Netflix. It's about a community college. That is hilarious. And I've never seen it before. So I've been binge watching that. I think I'm on the end of season two now. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, I've got my comfort shows too. I rewatch on Disney Plus old episodes of Boy Meets World. That is my number one comfort show. And then I've got other stuff that I'm keeping up with, like Survivor and some other fun ones like Parks and Rec um, and some other random movies and shows that are on Netflix, Hulu, all the streaming services. So I recently got Disney Plus and I've been watching all of like the classics and just like all of these old ones and then the remakes of like Lady and the Tramp and the Lion King, like all of the remakes of it. That's what I'm into one. And there's apparently a Disney wedding show that I didn't know existed that is on Disney Plus. And so I've been binge watching all of that because who doesn't want a Disney dream Is wedding? it good? It actually is. But then you look up the prices of what they cost because you're just like, oh yeah, like this seems like a good wedding. And then you look it up on like the Disney wedding website and it's like, this is a $40,000 wedding. I'm like, negative. There's a Disney wedding website. Yeah. You can search Disney weddings and they like, they have this whole uh, thing and it tells you like all of the locations that you can get married at and how much the starting price is. And so I try to plan a wedding at Disney, but it's not going to happen. Wow. Well, did you, okay, so have you, have you all seen The Lion King, The New Lion King? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. No? Yeah. Okay, so don't listen to me, Hannah. Okay, so this is spoiler <laughs> alert. So in the movie, the new one, there is a classic moment. One of my favorite moments in Lion King. I know which one you're talking about. Do you, yes. Rafiki? Yes! Okay, so Rafiki is supposed to whack uh, Simba across the head with his staff and say that you learn from the past, not from your future. And it doesn't happen. And I was so upset. Like, I was looking forward to that moment, and it didn't happen. I was, like, screaming in the movie theater. I was so upset. <laughs> I, like, I was like, Rafiki! I was thinking of my dog, Rafiki. That is Zazu, which is the bird. Yes. <laughs> Did anybody else catch the moment where they snuck a Beauty and the Beast lyric in there? Where? Yeah. Oh, yes! I heard that. Yeah, they did that. It was towards the end, but they, it was a guest song. Look at that. Disney is just trying to get us, and this is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to that moment, and it just didn't happen. Anyways, Jade? Um, I guess we can start wrapping it up since we've been talking, um, but we are going to end with what is the one thing that you would tell students to keep them encouraged in a time like this? And who's ready? Raise your hand. As you think about it, yeah. I would just find ways to, like, stay connected with people. Because right now it's easy to just, like, be glum and, like, separate yourself from others. But then as long as you, like, stay connected and it'll keep, like, your spirits lifted a bit. And then just find ways to, like, get outside. Because I'm a firm believer in, like, the therapeuticness of nature. Mm-hmm. Getting outside and the vitamin D will help you out. I love the word therapeuticness. <laughs> yeah, so scientific. <laughs> so, like, I agree with Ashley. Um, just like find different things to stay entertained. Like, don't just sit around here and like twiddle your thumbs. Like, find a book, go outside, sit on the ground. I mean, 
sit in a hammock, like get outside, like do something. Um, and just remember that even the things that you do alone can have impacts on other people. Like the things that you post online, like all of the negativity that people can post. Remember that that still does impact others as well. Yeah, I would just say find things that help you stay positive uh, going off of all of that. Um, whether it's going outside, going for a walk, even if it's just for five, 10 minutes. And remembering that all of this is, while we don't know for sure how long this is going to last, it's, it's going to end at some point. Uh, we will be able to see all of each other again. And in the meantime, I mean, we live in a time where we have all this technology where you can FaceTime with your family. We've got Zoom meetings going on all the time. You can still have contact with other people. So just appreciating that time that you can have uh, still connecting with other people despite having to isolate and be socially distanced. And then just, again, just keep your head up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would add, don't be afraid to ask for help. I think these are definitely uncharted territories and our CAPS is still offering, which is Counseling and Psychological Services. Um, CAPS is still operating. Um, I feel like faculty um, instructors for classes are, are able to be a little bit more flexible in this time. But I would say don't be afraid to ask for help, especially when you're used to being able to go and walk down the hall and see your best friends. And if you're having a bad day, kind of take a walk around campus. That may not be available to you right now, but there are other ways to kind of cope with what's happening. So I would say be able to ask for help um, and definitely look to your friends to kind of stay connected and keep that human connection going. Because like Susie said, this is going to end and we'll be able to jump back into what normal life will look like after this um, all together again. Absolutely. And there's a couple of things like people were doing drive through birthday parties for like you stand outside your house and they drive by and like, they also do like virtual dance parties um, or um, well, that was really cool. There was an apartment complex and there were people who had instruments. It was like a, there was a singer and a pianist and a saxophone player. And they also have a concert in their like their balconies. And I was like, yes, that is great. That is humanity right there. Um, also, you can do uh, Netflix party watching. Has anyone heard about that? Yes. You can watch Netflix with your friends. You can invite them to your party, and you can pause and comment and chat while you watch Netflix. Um, so that's so cool. Tells, like a lot of people like do movie nights in college with their friends, and like so they still do that now uh, over the party watching. Um, so just FYI, little PSA. There's also like online, like Uno that you can play, like zooming with your friends and like see real time, like reactions. So I went to a Zoom birthday party and it was so much fun. <laughs> it was so fun because we got to see people that we wouldn't, that physically wouldn't have been able to come to the party because of where they live. But everyone was able to come. It was so fun. It was so cool. Awesome. Well, I would like to thank you all for being with us today, even though you're not physically with us, you are here on Zoom. Um, and yeah. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time and your dedication. I think we had a great conversation. Nice seeing you all fit your faces again. Hannah, hope you have fun in class today. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> I like how you edit that. Right <laughs> I'm supposed to be. Just to let you know, I'm not sleeping class. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
All righty, well, yours from six feet away. One, two, three. Go, Go Cats! Cats! <laughs>